Welcome back to the Basement Basement Dwellers. Welcome back to what we do in the basement. I'm your host and DM, Kevin Rambrand, joined as always by Thomas Tolls. Hello, I play Anus Dweezel, and I said last week I would scour the internet to see if anyone suggested a new bit. And I committed that if there was a bit, I would do it. Uh, and in the dark recesses of online, I found something. I'm uh, not particularly thrilled about it, but uh, here's, here's my new bit. <laughs> What is it? Uh, I'm Thomas. I'm a big, stupid baby. I went boom, boom in my diapy. Uh, so that's going to be my new bit every week. Uh, I'm a You're big say that baby. Every week who, or... Yep. Well, different versions of it, just sort of. Um, like that, okay. That I yeah just... that I'm a baby and I can't keep my poop in my pants and yeah no i yeah. understand like you're so, incontinent <laughs> that's gonna be for the next little while uh my bit definitely well i'm i'm, I'm here with luke Cecil, i guess hi folks uh, i play frank the blood path abomination and uh frank's just excited to uh, change up his life they're moving down to a new city and there's gonna be a new frank in town okay i'm here with jesse bergen Hello, uh, I play Old McGinty, a pastry chef who doesn't give a focaccia. Ooh, <laughs> nice. That's right. I thought you were going blue for a second there. <laughs> oh, shucks. Speaking of going blue, we have... <laughs> <laughs> the drow in the dark. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Ooh. Natasha Duran. <laughs> Real Nilo. Hello, darkness, my old friend. I've come to talk with you again. Because a vision softly creeping left its scars while I was fleeing. (laughs) And the vision that was burned. I'm terrible at this. Let's start that again. (laughs) I insist insist that we don't. That's (laughs) fine. (laughs) Burned in my I'll put auto tune on it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> a little John remix. All right. Wonderful. Uh, folks, I think it's time we get started with a little bit of a recap. <clears throat> so, as our heroic squadron, led by Kynan the Messenger, made their way to an underdark entrance, Frank said a heartfelt goodbye to Bona Lisa, who passionately kissed a noose and left <laughs> to start her own life. McGinty and Harriet decided that with Wreath and the Severed Strand out there and the dangerous nature of the attacks that have been occurring, it was best for her to journey into the Underdark alongside McGinty. As Kynan led the party towards the cave, he explained that every passage to the Underdark leads into the Under District, a sometimes literal tourist trap where surface dwellers who seek to have a bit of an exciting and dangerous time go. Rife with crime and dens of iniquity, Kynan informed the party that Gato, the person that they know to have sent the imp and choker after Rael, runs a club in the Underdistrict known as the Clutch. As you neared the entrance, you entered a wide clearing and noticed some signs of recent activity. 
Kaina noted that this entrance was not as hidden as it used to be, and Rael overheard the voices of three drow guards arguing. McGinty and Rael snuck around the clearing, while Frank and Anus hung back with Harriet and Kynan. As McGinty got into position, Rael accidentally alerted the guards to her presence. As they cast some fairy fire and noticed a glowing Kynan, McGinty began firing at the guards from behind. McGinty hit Chadell with a vicious crossbow shot from behind, and a more cowardly guard ran back to take him on. Rael expressed her deep hatred for all those named Steve as she ex as she exchanged <laughs> glancing blows uh, and this plaid adorned... It's going to have to come up later, I guess. <laughs> yeah. Flashback. Uh, uh, <laughs> all those named Steve and she exchanged glancing blows uh, with this plaid adorned drow and Chad L. Uh, Kynan proved equally as ineffective, but Harriet landed some harsh blows on the guards as Frank also told them that he would hurt them. Um, <laughs> right, I wasted a whole turn. Let's yes. just say they died. He did not mince words that turn. He was. <laughs> he didn't mince anything. Yeah, there's little mincing going on. Um, McGinty took on Craven, who created a cloud of darkness around the cave entrance and disoriented him. Uh, and disoriented him. A noose and his giant scorpion charged forward and took down Chadel to uh, to the beat. <laughs> Sometimes I write like puns in my recap, and then yeah. I'm like, took him down to the beat. What? Oh, I get it, because she played it to the beat. anyway. Harriet landed a killing blow on Steve as Frank forced Craven to look into the wild eye and caused a mastodon to appear in front of them. Wink at a noose's scorpion and then walk away. <laughs> um, Craven steeled his resolve long enough to land a heavy blow on Frank, downing the smiling necromancer, who then visited Obitus at the Bloody Lake and had a hell of a successful run. Uh, a noose used Rebuke the Violent to return a painful favor on Frank's behalf, and McGinty fired a fatal crossbow bolt at Craven, who fell backward underneath the stomping foot of the Mastodon, taking out the guards. A noose healed Frank while the party looted the bodies for some poison and Frank plucked Craven's skeleton from his corpse, naming it Sir Ian McSkellen. <laughs> Suddenly, Dirtonomous appeared. <laughs> Every name uh, is small... more ridiculous than the one before. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, uh, Dirtonomous appeared, a small, enthusiastic, demonic-looking creature who told you they represented Raspian, the god of protection and light. A noose cast zone of truth to make sure this friendly figure was sincere, and he seemed to be telling the truth. Dirtonomus said that Raspian was pleased that they were descending into the Underdark and helping take down some of the drow guards. To aid them on their descent, Dirtonomus provided some gifts. Rael was given the cat's blade, Frank was given the bone knife of servitude, McGinty was given the whisper sheath, and a noose was given the sting blade. And our adventurers approached the cave entrance, leading down into a passage to the Underdark. And that's where we are now. So, the cave that you're in leads to a slightly narrow passageway, just barely big enough for Anusa's giant scorpion. Straight backwards and about 50 feet ahead is like sort of this like long tunnel and it's pitch black for those who don't have dark vision. For those of you who do, it's a standard barren tunnel, moving straight ahead and seemingly ending. But at the very end, you can see that there's a hole in the floor that descends rather steeply. Looks as if you could almost slide down it. And Kynan turns to you and says, This hole looks a lot more used than it used to. It's been a while since I've been back. It's not even a way up here now. And he's, he's kind of like looking around a little confused. Is it like a, is it, is it like, like kind of like a big slide? Pretty much, yeah. Like a tunnel slide. <laughs> 
I think Frank is excited and he just goes down. <laughs> <laughs> Frank goes down. Yeah, I would like he goes the order. Head first. I would like the order in which you guys are gonna slide down. So Frank goes first. Uh, uh, head first, like arms out. <laughs> Frank first, Slip notably head first. Yeah. There's like a lifeguard in a high chair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well running. I I, I think a noose is gonna do a perception check and try to take a look at what we're dealing with first, if possible. Sure, do a perception check. Frank pushes past the noose and just dives into the hole. <laughs> you know what, Anus? I'm going to tell you with a perception check, um, like, this is a plain tunnel. It looks like a thing that slides straight down. You're, you're, you're like, there's n- you don't see anything nefarious. There's nothing unusual about this to you. It just looks like a passage, passage down. All right, DJ, but spin that back with an 18. <laughs> <laughs> now what kind of tunnel is it? 17 spikes in, 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 the, yeah, in the crevices. You kill, you kill Wolf somehow. All right. A noose um. also goes head first down the slide. <laughs> and I, I am right. going to leave my scorpion. I think a noose will say a tearful goodbye to uh, his scorpion steed. Sure. Um, and then slide head first down. Yeah. He's gonna say, a tearful goodbye, and then yeah, he's gonna say, "Look, buddy, um, this is gonna be really, really fun, and it just doesn't look like you're gonna be able to come with, um, but I wish you could, cause man, that thing's got twists and turns. It's steep, it's smooth. Oh, it's gonna be great. Um, but I will see you on the other side." Do you see the scorpions clicking? Cause it looks like it could probably fit through if it wanted to. It but... just would be. Too dangerous for you also to have the fun experience I'm about to have. Sort of of scuttles backwards. If if you had Um, the mind of a half elf like me, you would see that there's just no way to get you down there. Um, It's slightly human eyes, sort of looking at you with acknowledgement. Half elf eyes. Yeah, it's slightly half elf human. It purses its lips in expectation. Yeah. (laughs) Anus is going to put his forehead to its lips. Oh my god, okay. The scorpion gently kisses you on the forehead uh, and scuttles back uh, as you... And as it, as it goes into the darkness, it sort of becomes uh, magical dust in the air, and so it is gone till I summon oh, it Oh, yeah. Yeah, like a breeze almost comes to the yeah. cave, and, and uh, this, this uh, giant scorpion is gone. When Frank jumped in, can Frank yell out... Ian Skillen, uh, you come too. <laughs> sure, I forgot about it. Yeah, <laughs> Skillen. When, yeah, it do, just comes do. right behind him. Like right, like you jump make down. like a train. It like yeah. shrugs and grabs behind grabs my legs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The yeah. scorpion the is like is commiserating there. with the skeleton, and then he's like, "Oh no, well, you can come." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Skellen's got its hand making the scorpion feel bad as it dissipates, and then Frank's like, "You too." And before the scorpion can quite go away, it jumps down excitedly. So Skellen's on his way down. Uh, Anu, so, so you jump down as well? Yeah, I'm down. Uh, okay, who's next? <laughs> you can see in the dark, right? <laughs> oh, she can, but there's uh, rails hesitating a little bit. There's some stuff going through her brain, and she doesn't know how to emotionally handle going back to the place where she has history. Yeah, you see, um, Rail, you see kind of... Sorry, what was like, that? Um, <laughs> she said where she has history. She has what? It's just, it's, you're saying it so quietly, I just can't hear. Um, Kynan sort of puts his hand on your shoulder and is like, we can do this together, you know, you won't be alone down there. She shrugs her shoulder and just side glare at Kynan and then bolts into the tunnel. Okay, sure. Uh, but sorry, but like, how do you go down the tunnel? 
on head. my butt, <laughs> not head first. Okay. Sorry. Rail. You see, Kynan sort of um, looks at you, McGinty, and is yeah, like, "Yeah, I'm just waiting to like hear some horrible screams of pain echoing up through. <laughs> I'm sure. just gonna give it a minute, <laughs> sure. and then if there's nothing, I think I'll go. Yeah, you don't hear any just, horrible just screams. Just then, what? a noose, yeah. a noose goes. Just, just screams of joy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Those could be bad screams. <laughs> All right, honey. Uh, Wanna be right behind me here? You got it. You got it. Okay. She says. Oh, are you gonna like, like she's gonna yeah. sit beside yeah. like, on a it's, toboggan? It's like a, it's like a, it's like a, yeah. a motorcycle. Yeah, she's like yeah, she's hands around, around my waist, around your waist, and yeah. legs around your waist too, because yeah. you're going on yeah. your butt. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's go. And this yeah. can still also be there enough to see that happening. Yeah. <laughs> he sees. He sees very clearly that he could have gone down. <laughs> um, yeah, we head down uh, on our butts. Okay, McGinty and Harriet go down. Uh, Kynan goes down okay. after uh, bringing up the rear, um, and uh, everybody slides down. When you guys are sliding down this tunnel, it winds left, it winds right, it turns again. It's almost as if you're on a stone slide of sorts. Luke, why do you have dice in your hand? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, I'm, I'm expecting stuff to happen. <laughs> That's fair. I just thought you were gonna do that thing where you roll what I. <laughs> Frank moves I... a chair while they're going down. <laughs> so why did you bring that with you? Uh, the surface of the stones that you guys are sliding down—it's surprisingly slick and smooth. It, the darkness seems to be illuminated sometimes with these splotches, with this glowing pale light that seems to be scattered across these rock faces around you as you slide down. Everybody, please give me a perception check. Oh, are you effing kidding me? Yeah. Oh, Natty one. Natty one. You're, you're, you're still sad about where we're My going. My eyes are closed. You're yeah, thinking, you're thinking a lot. <laughs> Rail Do you somehow your think you're going up right now? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Rail shoots to the surface. Yeah. I got a 10. Okay. I also got a 10, 16 for 16. Frank, because he's so excited about this. Sure, sure. So it's tough to tell if you're uh, joining other tunnels or what the nature of this slide system really is to any of you, but eventually you are spat out onto a large flat rock surface about oh, 25 shoot. feet across. <laughs> Um, it's Does only Frank like a and I hit drop. our heads on the rocks. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. <laughs> yes. They're, they're out for the episode. <laughs> yes. Frank so is another flashback. <laughs> Seriously, you were just here already? Seriously, I just saw you. Um, so you guys will spill it onto There's the like surface. like 17 other unconscious people that went down yeah. there first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really just a pile healthy of scorpion. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you see that um, uh, as you all spill out, um, even Kynan isn't expecting to like land here, so he's even like like everybody's falling around. This is neat. You're sped onto a large flat surface that's about twenty five feet across. The luminescent splatters that are all around you cast light upon the smooth cave that encompasses this area. And the first thing your eye is drawn to is the message that is scrawled in this seemingly much more vibrant white ooze. And the word welcome is written in common in massive letters, each about 10 feet high, right in front of you on this rock surface. It does so far feel like the Underdark is a really fun and magical place. We go down a slide, there's an Rayo, awesome- why would you ever want to leave? <laughs> <laughs> this place is great. Um, <laughs> this uh, lolz yeah. doesn't seem so bad. <laughs> Everyone's fed. Everyone has social security. <laughs> Frank has hit his head, and he's totally <laughs> out of it. Yeah, Frank sees a socialist utopia. <laughs> um, we did it. We finally did it. Yeah. Uh, there's seemingly no entrances or exits to this area. The room appears empty. When suddenly a voice echoes out from the walls. 
and the ooze on the cave begins to move, spiraling and swirling around on the wall. In the beginning, before humans and elves, before cities and kingdoms, before gods and goddesses, there was peaceful darkness. And when it says this, the white ooze sort of forms this wide frame on the wall. The darkness knew no bounds. Those created in the darkness were truly free. Until the light came. The ooze creates a crackling burst of light through the frame. Seeking to define and defile, to reveal and revile, expose and exterminate all that's created in the dark. The ooze creates a slightly abstract image of beings of light discovering and destroying these beings of dark. The forces of the light were led by Raspia. And the ooze creates the image of a warrior goddess adorned in battle armor with a helmet with only a small T slit in the face. Out of the top of the back of the helmet is a chain with a mace upon the end, almost resembling some kind of violent braid. The ooze then casts images of this figure dismembering hordes of drow elves and spider folk, pushing crowds down into caves. Raspian hated the darkness from its freedom. Raspian resented the darkness and those who dwell in it for being truly free. And so, Raspian tried to hide the darkness deep inside the months. The ooze swirls to create a chaotic horde of elvish figures in distress before slowly connecting and becoming a spider's web. But under the surface of the mass, a savior emerged. The ooze forms the image of Lolf, an elvish spider queen. Lolf quickly became the leader of the drow, developing the Underdark from its desolate state to a glorious home. The ooze shows Loth smashing away caves into fully developed buildings and creating cities. The abstract image of crowds are shown honoring Loth as the ooze then shifts to show a growing network of caves and tunnels. Loth not only made a home for those born in the darkness, but also created a society. A society different, perhaps, than the limited lives you are used to on your surface world. The ooze begins to show the drow and the beings of the Underdark engaging in glorious celebrations, salacious acts of pleasure and debauchery, and even sometimes hedonistic violence. But the shapes of these figures almost resemble the silhouettes of the group, of you guys. It's time for your dabble of the depths. Remember, surface dwellings are strictly forbidden from exiting the city limits. Welcome to the Under District, a place to fulfill your darkest desires. As these last words are heard, the ooze forms a sort of diamond-like shape in the center with four symmetrical tendrils branching out on each half, creating a sort of icon or, or symbol that, Rael, uh, you would recognize as a bit of a modernization of a symbol that you associate with Loth and the Underdark and, and the Drow. Um, and when this happens, the floor that you're all sitting on suddenly gives way and you're dropped down another larger shaft, this time all together. And this is a shorter slide, but you all pop out onto a rocky cave floor. And looking up, you realize you're on a large landing carved out about halfway up the wall of a massive cave that stretches out before you. 
The splattered pale paint-like substance that we talked about before is all around on surfaces and casts a glowing light. Around 500 feet down, you see the source of the majority of the glowing light, an underground city with buildings all carved out and constructed from this distance. It's a little hard to make out too much detail, but you can see a lot of movement and a lot of activity. Different buildings have these sort of painted glowing signs or images on them, mostly things written in common, but some in other languages. And um, actually, everybody can please give me a perception check. Nine. Five and nine as well. Okay, cool. Um, so in your direct vicinity, you uh, there doesn't appear to be any uh, other new arrivals or anything like that. Um, there's not a ton a ton of activity, but there are a few people, and and you can see a few uh, various vendors and small kiosks set up up ahead of you folks, as you guys all land there. Um, Do we hear the audio file play again? As like someone like lands in the place <laughs> faintly in the background. Yeah. You can't tell. The yeah. message repeats. Yeah. In front of you, you can see uh, a couple of little uh, kiosks and shacks. One, you see um, this like sort of uh, a small wooden booth in the front and a sign that says Crawley's Candy Shack. And uh, you can see this figure sort of moving around behind it. Um, you also see uh, off to the side at the edge of this platform, um, you see something uh, that uh, is, a, is a glowing sign that says shuttle with, a, with S-C-H-U-T-T-L-E like shuttle uh, <laughs> uh, at the back where this where this platform and landing sort of hits the wall you see something called bleaker's disc drop and um, uh, you see a uh, a small little um, vending uh, like vendor kiosk that uh, says drow out that looks to have sort of like basic kind of uh, like tourism merchandise um, and things of that nature. Well, Frank, I'm sorry, I don't see a Hudson's Bayleaf company anywhere. But... <laughs> <laughs> um, Riel is going to put up her hood and disguise self to make her look like a human. Oh, like a human. Okay, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Okay. And then she's going to uh, also remove her eye patch and then go visit the draw out kiosk. Okay, sure, mm-hmm. sure, sure. Um, you see Kynan also sort of like fixes his mask on his face um, a little bit. Um, uh, Frank's gonna turn to uh, Rael. Um, you know this place pretty well. Uh, maybe. What, um, ki- what kind of human do you look like? Um. Like, do you want it to look like somebody that you've seen before? The mayor. Adele. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Just looks fully Adele. like Adele. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. Anyway. Frank turns to uh, Adele. I- where can a guy get some new threads around here? Frank? Um, <laughs> I haven't oh. been here in like 91 years. Yeah. It, it seems a little different since the last time I was here. And maybe just between like you and me, maybe uh, X the rail. Maybe Got just it. call me L or L. Yeah, L. Yeah. I, I, as soon as you said Frank in that tone, I was like, oh no. <laughs> <laughs> You uh. see, Kynan, Kynan sort of uh, hears you ask that question and says to you, he's like, um, yeah, things have changed quite a lot around here. It's a lot more developed than it used to be, that's for sure. A lot more of this kind of stuff. And you see he kind of indicates towards the merchandise thing. Um, and uh, as he does that, you hear uh, a voice. Um, uh, you hear, Howdy, Surfies. I'm Carlisle. I'm a guide here and a greeter of sorts. So here I am to greet you. 
Hi! And a six-foot-tall, purplish-gray humanoid waddles over. Rael, you recognize this to be an ettercap. Uh, atop its hunched body and distended pale belly is a spider-like face with fangs and six eyes. It has two claws where its hands and feet each would be. Wait, Carlisle, I don't appreciate that word being used to describe us. What you mean, surfies? Sorry. Yeah, yes. It's just our little pet name we have for the surface dwellers down here. Could call you something worse if you'd like. Can, can, we, can we start calling you undies or? <laughs> surfies and undies. That <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. I don't mind it. I, just, I don't want to be discriminatory. I like this guy. It's quite funny. <laughs> well, Carlisle, I do have to say I respect the entrepreneurial spirit of this place. I mean, turning a dank hole with nothing going for it into sort of a money-making place. Oh, yeah. That's, you know, incredible. And I have a lot of respect for that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So where's Gato? <laughs> <laughs> what? Um, and as, as you ask him that, Rail, you said you were checking out the Drow Out booth. Mm -hmm. Do you want to see that right now? And we'll cut back and forth here? Yeah, sure. Sure, okay. So you're heading over to the Drow Out booth. Um, uh, this is, uh, as you walk up, it's, you see this is a shop selling Drow masks and Drow memorabilia. Mm -hmm. There's a couple of things hanging that look like um, uh, like those those tattoos you can buy to put on the temporary tattoos, but they're drow prowess like battle prowess tattoos. Um, they have some masks that look like drow faces, okay. and uh, they have some fake drow ears and um, some novelty. I went to the underdark, and all I got was this shitty shirt. <laughs> yep, shirt. Yep. Yeah, Rayel just dresses up like a human dressed as a <laughs> yeah, drow. <exactly. laughs> so you're buying all of these. Yep. You want you yep. want the full treatment. So you sure go up, do. you see this guy named Glizzard Clint. Uh, he's this old man, uh, uh, or sorry, not this old. He's Lizard he's, Clint. Lizard, Gizzard, Gizzard, Gizzard Clint. Sorry, his and, last name is Clit. Clint. <laughs> Gizzard Clint. Yeah, he's really hard to find in the phone book. Oh, <laughs> oh brother. He, he's, he's, but beside him is this like massive. You would know, uh, you like this big beast right beside it that almost looks like a like a big, violent-looking worm, essentially. Oh, it's called a howler. Cute. And and um, he's just standing beside her, and he's like, hello. And, um, like, like so you said you want, like, the whole fixings? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Um, here Load me up. He's... I'm excited to visit this dark, cavernous dwelling that I've never been to before. Yes, that is good for you to be excited. And you see he puts a mask in a bag. Puts like some tattoos in a bag. Puts some ears in a bag. Puts one of the shirts in a bag. Says, "Here you go, lady. That'll be five GP, please." Thank you, good sir, mammal being that I've never encountered before. <laughs> it's five whole dollars. Just <laughs> sorry, gold pieces, just for you. Thank you. This has been a great experience. You, Thank are you. Are you yelling this out? Yes. <laughs> okay. He takes the money and puts it in his pocket. So you you get you 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 get this outfit um, uh, for this, and yeah. So you you asked about Gato, right? Yep. So uh, you see that Carlisle's like Gato. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. I've heard people talk about him. He he's down there. If you're looking for him, he's got he's got that bar, right? The clutch, yeah. I, we did know that, didn't we? Yeah, yep. yeah. That's where you find him. Well, if you're looking for him. I don't know about him that well. We're not close friends or anything. Doesn't run in my circles. Well, where is the where is the clutch? How can we get to the clutch? And how many close friends do you have? <laughs> well, uh, I've got a couple. Yeah, don't worry. Don't worry. A new <laughs> like steps forward. Would you like one more? 
Oh, yeah. Like friends, yeah. We could be friends if you want to. Yeah, but I don't really know you that well, yeah. Well, the first step <laughs> is asking a question. <laughs> All right. Like, uh, where'd you get that then? And he kind of like just like points at your sword. I was given it by a strange creature earlier today. All right. <laughs> you see, he just turned, that's a question, and he turns back. Um, he's like, essentially, here's uh, here's how you get to if you're looking to get to uh, get to the uh, get to the, the clutch. I guess you're gonna you're gonna want to head to the Sapphire Strip. There's a couple of different places uh, that we could take you down. Uh, essentially, you can head to the Catalan Keep. That's where a lot of people stop off first. The original inn of the under district. Yeah, if people come through here, slightly they've come, they've, they've, you know, they've got themselves a room at the Catalan Keep. That's where everyone will be staying. Um, and then you could go to the Sticky Wicket. Uh, if you're not looking to settle in, this is usually where you're at. Um, some of the restaurants are there. Bit of light fun. <laughs> Schlocky merchandise like that. And he like sort of points at Razor. Hello, gang. I've returned. <laughs> the regular human about to embark in the Underdark. I bought you lollipops. And she hands them spider-shaped lollipops. Oh, wonderful. Except yeah. Kynan. So is it, <laughs> is it Did you get one for Carlisle, too? Yeah. <laughs> you bought you bought enough for Kynan. You realize you have one for Kynan. Give it to Kynan. I, I, have to, I have to wonder, is it cultural appropriation if she's doing it? <laughs> because she is, she is a doctor. Elf, but she's looks like a human, and she's wearing dark elf stuff. True unity. Uh, Rael's like McGinty. Shut your trap. Not now. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I've stepped in it again. You see, you see, um, you see. Carlisle takes the pot, uh, like the lollipop, and just like devours it. He like puts it in his mouth, and his fangs just like, just like devour it. And he's like, Oh yeah, really good, really good. Thank you. Um, wait, you folks look like you've been around a bit, so maybe you don't need to go to the Sticky Wiki. I don't know. Uh, and, and, I don't uh, think my wife would like me going anywhere called the Sticky Wicked. <laughs> uh, you see Harriet laugh, sort of. <laughs> well, uh, you can head down to the uh, to the Battle District if you'd like. Uh, if you're looking to gear up and get scrappy, <laughs> there's always a fight to be had in the Battle District. I've seen a number of drow soldiers there who are always looking for a rumble. Um, and then, you know, you could always go to the competitor of the Catalan's Keep, uh, Marble's Cloud, which sort of popped up in recent years. Haven't heard any complaints about it, but I don't know much else. And then, of course, you're talking about trying to go to the Clutch. So there's uh, the Sapphire Strip. Uh, yeah, uh, there's bars and nightclubs and drugs and dens. You know, if you're looking for pleasure, this place provides. But if you're going here and you're looking to get a hold of somebody more important, I recommend speaking to Reeves at the Night Temple. If it's happening in the Sapphire Strip, he's the man to know. <laughs> and uh, you see when Kynan sort of hears that, he's like, I met Reeves once, slimy fucker. I might have a lead if we're looking for something. My cousin runs a restaurant in the Sticky Wiki. If we want to go there, I could ask him if he's seen anything or heard word. Anus is going to be like, uh, who who sent you to give us all this useful information, Carlisle? Oh, yeah, it's me job, yeah. So you tell this to everybody? Anybody who comes out here on this landing, this is the landing that I run. Do you have to answer any question we have about the Underdark? I mean, no, I'm not, like, tied to it, yeah. I just have to... Just here to greet you. Do me job. All right, Carlisle, I got a question for you. <laughs> you step close. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Put your arm around him. <laughs> He's tall, right? He is tall, yeah. Would you say there are any evildoers here? People who need vanquishing? Because that's kind of my business. 
Well, if you're looking for evil doers, you've come to the right place, yeah? Evil's all we do down here. Oh. My, my, my. Tisk, tisk. tisk. <laughs> <laughs> and new steps like back and like looks around with less enthusiasm. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Frank is gonna try to do the exact same thing, like lean in, like <laughs> arm on the shoulder. Everybody keep putting their hands yeah. up. Oh, yeah. Carlisle, uh, you're a smart chap. Oh, thanks. Where can a guy around here get some, uh, some good-looking clothes? <laughs> good-looking clothes? <laughs> I mean, we've got lots of shops down there. There's shops in every one of those districts I just mentioned, if you want to go there. But you could also go over there and grab, grab a shirt like, like, like she's got on. L. 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 No, I, I don't want to look... I, I don't want to look like uh, my human friend over there. Okay. I want to look like one of you guys. You could get a mask, or you could go down there and figure out what they got going on down there. Down there it is. Carlisle, never change. Yeah, no problem. Essentially, your ways of getting down, you've got a couple. You could take a Okay, I'm going to stop you there, Carlisle. Oh. Can I talk to you for a second? <laughs> yeah. McGinty goes, put this <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what's, what's the overhead of that uh, mask show? They make a lot of money? They're doing well? I mean, I think so. I don't know. People like this, this crap. It sells. And people be buying it sometimes. Can I haven't we... heard any complaints. What do you think about this? An apron an apron with the word saucy tart on it. Think that's a good idea? What? <laughs> Maybe a hat would be better. Are you talking... Like, just <laughs> I'm just talking here? merch, okay? Oh, you want us to sell things that say the saucy tart on them? No, I'm me? just... Well, you know, you do your market research. Is that you think people would buy that kind of thing? I mean, sure, if the Saucy Talk was a place that existed and people went to, yeah. Oh, well, well, well. <laughs> McKinney steps back and looks around. <laughs> a little more enthused than before. <laughs> He's picking up ideas <laughs> for his business here. <laughs> you see her on like a, like a tech bro research <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they sell merch along with their baked goods. It's nice. That's smart. That's yeah. good. you got to diversify your portfolio. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, essentially, you can take a drop, a disc drop over at Bleakies. You can also use a shuttle to get down there if you'd like. Uh, and uh, he points over there. Uh, so there's two different ways to go down, essentially. What is a disc drop? Oh yeah, well, take you over there, and you can talk to uh, talk to the person over there. Hey, Taryn, Taryn, and Carlisle sort of like waddles over to uh, this station at the back where the where the landing meets the cave. And uh, you see uh, the name painted on the wall. It says Bleaker's Disc Drop with lots of arrows pointing downward around it. Uh, you see inside the carved out wall of the cave, the landing seems to end and there seems to be like a large stone disc floating in the air. And the disc's about 25 feet across. It seems to be attended by this bored looking drow elf sitting beside it on a carved out piece of stone. Hmm. You know, I dropped a disc once. I tried to lift a 30 pound bag of flour. Oh, yeah? That's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's true, it happened. Still can't bend over very far. Okay, you're just, you're, stop patronizing me. He falls down laughing. He's laughing too hard. <laughs> he sincerely thinks this is the funniest thing he's heard. I... I like this guy. I like him a lot. And he gets back up. Well, I've taken a shuttle before. I've never taken a disc drop. I think uh, we should... Have fun while we're here. Yeah, I mean, it sounds faster and whatever gets us to Gato quickest. Let's do it. As a regular human, I agree. <laughs> uh, that's a that's a great idea, Noose. I think we should all do what a Noose is suggesting. He's, sure. he's a smart, good guy. So you all pile onto the disc drop, uh, and Taryn sort of like, boredly sort of looks over. He's like, it's just, it's one gold per creature on here. So 
Whoa. Uh, honey. I'm kind of scant. I'm kind of scant right now. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, oh. I didn't. Uh, you know <laughs> what? Uh, this one is my treat. Oh. I've got it, everybody. <laughs> no, please, Anus. Get I don't want to owe you anything. Or please. Should I, should I argue you with won't. him, or is this <laughs> this is just one small gesture that I'd like to do for you, uh, my friend? Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, and you see, uh, as uh, Anus, you 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 flip the money to Taryn. Um, Six gold. Uh, yeah, there's, yes, six, of there's us. six of you, and you see uh, Carlisle sort of uh, waves at you and says, "All right, have a good time down there. Have fun. See you later, friend." And he sort of looks at you and Noose and kind of gives you a <laughs> wink with three of his six eyes. I think I made an evil friend. <laughs> <laughs> you betcha. And then, um, uh, and the disc that you're on uh, just starts to descend at a pretty natural rate uh, and goes steadily down towards the city. What's a natural rate of descent for a giant disc? I honestly don't know. <laughs> like an elevator, kind of? Hey, L, um, do things seem quite different than when you were here last? And what's the vibe check on this place? Because I'm getting strangely good vibes out of everyone we've met so far. As a regular human, I have no idea. I've never been here before. No one can and hear in... us right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, you never know. And in Unity, be like, it's very different than what I remember. <laughs> yeah, Rail, this is be quite on your guard. You know. Be yeah. on your guard. I mean, have fun, because, you know, explore. You do you, but it's very different. <laughs> this The Under District for you, Rail, is a place that you've heard people talk about, but you, as when you were seven, you never even came here. Like mm-hmm. You've never been here before. Um, yes. Uh, Be on your guard, everyone. Places like this are often very overpriced. <laughs> uh, and where, where did you guys want to go? So your options are the Sticky Wicket, the Sapphire Strip, the Catalan Keep, the Battle District, Marmos Cloud, or the... Oh, that's it. Actually, sorry. Catalan Keep and the Cloud were both in. So, uh, yeah. Catalan Keep is, like, the main in there. Uh, Marmos Cloud seems to be, like, the, the new sort of in that's popped up recently. Uh, the Battle District is an area that you've heard of where people like to go to have fights. You know that there's draft soldiers there. The Sapphire Strip is like bars, nightclubs, Denzo Iniquity. You know, the Clutch is there. Um, um, and the Sticky Wicket is sort of like a bit more of your main kind of touristy area. It's a little bit less um, a little bit less dark and dank and scary and dangerous on the surface. Uh, seems a little bit more like, you know, your standard kind of... But Kynan has a potential kind of knows someone who yeah kind of kind of knows someone maybe we should visit them first yeah sure the place to eat sounds good you guys want to go to sticky wicket so um frank tries to go to the edge of the disc Mm -hmm. and uh is there they're up 500 feet right well i mean yes descending but yeah yeah yeah. uh frank like there's no railing so frank's a little nervous so he's gonna go go down on his stomach Put his hands on the edge and like peek over to see like all he can see. Sure, sure. So as you're descending down, um, uh, sure. You know what? Everybody, give me perception checks. Uh, you have dark vision, there, Frank. I know. I do. It doesn't. Not. It, everything's pretty lit up in this area. Okay. There's a lot of this this like luminescent paint. Does uh, Frank's is posture maybe give him advantage? Or is it webbing? <laughs> Or is it bioluminescence? Isn't that just a trait of something? Yes, it's not like an actual. It's it's an adjective. (laughs) Fungus. Uh, I only got an eleven. Eight. Oh wait, perception fourteen. Sorry. 
Eight. I critically failed. I got a ten. <laughs> Noose's eyes are closed. Um, <laughs> He's going back up the disc. Yeah, you guys keep on descending <laughs> down. You guys' perception checks are really mediocre today. Mm, thank yeah. you. Thank you, Kevin. Our yeah. eyes are still adjusting. Yeah, it's very dark down here. Um, and so as as this sort I of... I thought you just said it wasn't very dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not. I should, um, should call it the underdim. <laughs> um... Uh, the underlit. <laughs> it's lit here. Um, there's a fair amount of hustle and bustle uh, as you guys are sort of as this disc sort of starts to descend down and and floats towards um, floats towards a landing, and uh, you can see a lot of people kind of moving around. Various creatures, many humanoid figures, shops and sellers of wares are, are are kind of all around, and you see nearby taverns and restaurants. It's a bit like many tourist trap cities here that you would see um, where most places are kind of like merchandise or fast food and there's like restaurants and bars but a lot of them have like gimmicks and things like that the sticky wicket doesn't contain many buildings or shops uh, like relative to the rest of the under district it's a surprisingly vibrant area and seems almost like imposed upon by the seedier buildings sort of around it and the surrounding areas um and uh you, you, as you guys are sort of floating in, you see um, Kynan sort of looks and says, yeah, I have a, I have a cousin that runs a restaurant here. So go ask him if he's seen anything that I've heard about halflings or anything like that coming down here. Um, you know. Do we trust this cousin? I haven't seen him in a long time, but last I heard he had a restaurant. Cousins are the most precious resource we have. I say we go to him immediately. How good is his restaurant? Um, I don't remember, but um, I think reviews. it's over there. And you see, he points. He points at a sign that says, <laughs> "How now, Drow Chow?" <laughs> <laughs> it is catchy. <laughs> yeah. Um, and there's like glowing paint across it, reading this. And as you walk towards the entrance, you can see it's not one of the busier places here. Um, there's only one or two groups eating and drinking there. And you see this heavy-set sort of drow man behind a circular bar in the center of the room. And and as as you sort of walk by the entrance, he catches your eye and, is, and starts waving you in right away. He's like, "Ah, oh, welcome, welcome, welcome in, you lot. No reason to block the entrance up. Uh, uh, I'm Time and Task, and this is my restaurant. How now, drow chow?" Does this place sell any aprons with that name on it? Because that is catchy. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, no, <laughs> they don't know to do that. But. Um, but yeah, he sort of welcomes you in uh, and, and sort of asks you guys to hustle, uh, sit around the bar here. Yeah, uh, what, uh, can I get your, what's your signature drink? Uh, you're, you're not probably looking for Roma, are you? So you probably want something a little bit more standard. You, you, you're human, yes, yes. I'm a surfy, what of it? Oh, yes, a surfy, yes. <laughs> well, we've got some great ales here, but I, I personally yes, like Yes, we're all surfies here. <laughs> okay, everyone here's a surfy. It doesn't have, you, doesn't, you don't have to be a surfy here, but it helps. <laughs> That's fine. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, and uh, he's like, uh, I recommend the stout always. I like the stout, but... Uh, you of know. course you would surf. Dark, dark beers. Give me your darkest beer. Yeah, you see. No, same for my wife here. Yeah, okay. And you see Harry, it's like, oh, thank you. Um, yeah, you know, he hands him that. And uh, he's like, we do have food here um, as well if you want to uh, if you want to eat something. But uh, it's not uh, it's not necessary, really. Um, and you see, uh, you see Kynan, to you guys, like, do you want me to, like, broach this? Should I introduce myself? Yeah, Anus nods, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Frank's gonna be like, uh, folks, I'm gonna take a rain check on the food. I'll be back in a few minutes or longer. Don't know. Gonna I'm gonna find some local clothing shops. 
and um, get something for the table to share, and I'll have some of that. Sure, sure. So, <laughs> Frank, you leave. Um, uh, and Anus, you, you, you let the messenger know that you want him to uh, reveal himself. Uh, the messenger kind of pulls down his mask uh, and says, like, hello, cousin. And uh, you see him look up and be like, bloody hell, Kylan! <laughs> I haven't seen you in centuries. If I'm being honest, <laughs> business isn't so great. And he's like, he says that like it's a secret. It's very clearly like not busy there. And he's like, <laughs> but you know, things were going well for a while here, but I don't know, things have changed ever since my cook left. Hmm. And he sort of like shrugs a little bit. Um, and uh, and it's like, does anybody else want a drink? Uh, and like kind of asks around. I'll have your darkest water. He's like, here you go. And he hands you some uh, of this dark liquid. He's like, one glass aroma coming up. And he puts it on the table in front of you. And it just, it, it's like, uh, it's like, it looks like water if you were to drop like some sort of like black food coloring into it. Um, uh, sort of swirling around. Yeah. Great. I take a big sip. Sure. sure. Is all Tastes the, like water. Is all the food and drink here like dark colored? Is that the gimmick? He's <laughs> like, see oh, why no. you're not doing no, great. No, it's just that's what you've happened to, to, to order here. But no, I mean, we used to specialize in some of these meat pies here, but Alphonse, that was my old cook. Yeah, he died in the fighting pits and he was the only one who knew how to make the crust just right. So now I can't get the recipe and people mm. have kind of stopped coming in. <gasps> The guillotine. <laughs> well, no, he's just half, he's half done his business. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> as, as a human, I've heard all the renown of these meat pies, and they're delicious. I would die to try one. In Unity, please, please, please. Oh, my God, I haven't had one in almost yeah. a century. Yeah, you remembered that drow meat pies are, like, one of your favorite things. Yes. And, uh, yeah. Please, 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 Hell, please, please, I'm please, on please, vacation please. with my wife. I don't want to McGinty work. is already wasted. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know what's in this, but, oh, baby, I should have had a flight. Uh... Roll me a persuasion check <laughs> with advantage because McGinty's getting into it. Yeah. Just like big Adele eyes from across the table. Oh. Advantage. Maybe I'll use a different one. <laughs> As freaking. You could also still want to do it. You could also still want to do it. Yeah. You know what? Uh, he kind of. McGinty reaches into his pocket and a lightning bug flies out. Oh, yeah. I could use a little bit of underbucks or whatever you call it down here. <laughs> Disney dollars. Dis <laughs> I don't think we can say that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, they use gold down in the Underdark, but they use like regular They're called Thunderdark. <laughs> like fun. Oh, yeah. That's good. I like that. Um, tell you what. He leans conspiratorially over the bar. What was the guy's name? Uh, his Tymon? name is uh, Timon, uh, yeah. Well, uh, I guess it's some good Timon here because <laughs> I happen to know how to make a pretty dang good crust. And let's be honest, this place is struggling. So uh, why don't I pop back there and uh, you can pay me double what you'd pay Alfonso. Sure, when you said that good Timon joke, you see that in the corner there is another... Um, uh, another creature like Carlisle who overhears you and falls on the floor laughing. Have they never heard wordplay? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Can we also see a quick flashback? Very little-minded down here. 
<laughs> see a flashback of like McGinty cooking that one episode <laughs> in the back. Trying to make um, like, this is different. This is a meat yeah. pie crust. You see, he says like, if you're willing to help me in the kitchen, I would be absolutely make it worth your while. Yeah, well, I, I think you will and, and should. Yeah, no, I, I would love to. Uh, I'll give you some gold. Uh, yeah, and you see Kynan sort of like, and also, uh, Diamond, I would like some information, actually, uh, if you wouldn't mind. I'd like you to tell us a little bit if you've seen and heard anything about any halflings coming down here. And um, you see, he's like, oh, um, yeah, uh, let me let me look in. I, I, you know, I think I have something. Give me a second. And he, uh, he like. Meat pies, huh? Yeah. And, and, well, he's, Can I roll a piece of egg? Sure. Yeah. After that, I will. These meat pies <laughs> are half you as big want, as they normally are. You probably are. want an insight check. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I'll do that one. You want an insight check? Sure. Am I, I'm a little more intelligent, so that's yeah. better. Yeah. Okay, that's better. 20. 20? Sure. Yeah, he, he seems, like, sincere. Like, he's excited that someone's there to help him. He is, um, he doesn't, he does seem sincerely like he's like, he wants to give you guys information if he can help you, and, uh, and that he wants, he's excited about getting someone to help him fix his, fix his fledging restaurant, failing restaurant. Gotcha. Or, like, kind of weather to see if, like, oh, yes, he knows, but, like, he knows something about halflings, but, like, what kind of knowledge does he know? Like, <laughs> he doesn't have, like, any, um, he doesn't really seem to know too much, like, um, secretive information. There's nothing that quickly comes to his mind right away where he's like, oh yeah, this, uh, for sure, here's some like, here's some stuff to know about halflings. He's like, he, you see he's kind of like chewing on it for a second and thinking about it and he's like, let me see what I can, what I can drum up. Just give me a minute. And he kind of goes to, uh, he, he takes, like, he takes McGinty uh, to like the back where the kitchen is. There's like a door and he's like, um, uh, here's, he, here's where everything is if you need, if you need stuff. I'm just gonna, uh, take a look over here in the office and see if I can find something. And um, that's not weird at all. Go for so it. So he starts <laughs> digging around at something. Um, and McGinty, you walk. You look at this kitchen. It's a standard sort of kitchen uh, that you would see in a restaurant. Um, you're familiar with it, and um, essentially, you're you're going to try and fix this guy's recipe. Um, you've got in front of you in the kitchen. You can see that there's um, uh, one of these meat pies. If you want to try it, you can to figure out what's wrong with it. I'm going to uh, True Unity uh, Rael. Sure. Uh, one question. How do you make an Underdark meat pie? It looks like a standard meat pie that you're familiar with. I'm sure there's some weird shit in here, though. Yes. <laughs> uh, no offense, Rael. It just appears to be familiar. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, yeah, do a medicine check on this meat pie. Sure, sure. So uh, I, I, I'm gonna get you to uh, essentially, um, actually, this is gonna be, yeah, it can be a medicine this check. Sure. This will work. Right. Uh, but yeah, essentially, um, I want you to try and figure out what's wrong with what they're doing wrong to their crust. All right, CSI meat pie. Let's do this. A uh, medicine? Yeah, yeah. A uh, nat twenty. Ooh. Nat twenty twenty three. Okay. I've seen this before. Yeah. <laughs> you 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 like. You push, you push the top of the, the crust, and you, you, you... We see a montage of, like, McGinty pulling out tools. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you realize yeah. that um, the first thing is the, pro the problem is that you realize they're using too much water. Um, yeah, that weird black water, too. This is no good. Yeah, yeah. Um, they're also pressing the dough into the pan. You have to let it drop. You gotta let it drop. You gotta let it drop. And also, they're not using cold butter. 
<laughs> you, got, you gotta use it. What are they putting hot butter in this? Yeah. It's amateur hour? Exactly. It's uh, ridiculous. I'm gonna send it to the boys at the lab, see what else they can figure out. <laughs> yeah. So, um. Enhance. You know, Enhance. He's um, just bringing it closer to his face. Yeah. You see, um, you see this guy comes back from the, uh, from his office. Did you figure out what's wrong? Oh, there's a whole laundry list of things. I, I, I now I know why there's only one other, you know, couple eating in this place. This sure. is a disaster. Sure, sure. This is a hot mess. So, do you, do you want to take the time to make him a like yeah absolutely yeah, let yeah, me let me uh it's pretty simple yeah you you, you, you with that nat 20 you uh, you you know how to make it you you make him a new one he tastes it he's like this is brilliant um you yeah, will you, you give him the information on how to make do you want to give him the information on how to make it Ooh. uh let's see to. what kind of information you give sure, us first sure. so i could let just, the recipe go for a price okay okay, okay. well I'm, I'm willing to pay you absolutely absolutely i'm covering all your drinks here by the way and then he you see he also hands you a uh a, a sack with uh 10 gold in it um and then he's this like a pretty good meat pie uh 10 <laughs> gold well now hold on um i did have some drow warriors in here the other day, and they were talking about halflings, and seemed like they didn't live in the under districts. Um, but you know, they they were talking about something to do with halflings, and one of them kind of, well, this is not normally how I do things here. But and you see, he reaches into his coat and he pulls out a key, and he says, "One of them left this key at the table, and it's a large door key with the number zero zero five on it, and on the other side is written." Marmel's Cloud. And um, uh, he says, all I know is there was, I heard the word halfling come up now and then. I haven't seen any down here in a while. And um, yeah. Uh, Rail grabs the key and like, we're well, going. Well, how'd you get in here? <laughs> <laughs> in the Rail just bursts into the kitchen. <laughs> so, uh, you know, you might want to try uh, doing like free drink Tuesdays or maybe trying a comedy night. Oh. That might just help spice Give someone another reason to come here, not just for the food. Ah, was yeah. something wrong with the food then? Or? Yes, I just explained <laughs> oh, why. Right, 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 uh, of course, of course. Also, Groupons are good. People like groups. <laughs> try a Groupon, maybe. Okay, I'll try that, I'll try that. You see, he's like taking notes down underneath the recipe. Um, maybe he can hire a new chef, baker. Sure. <laughs> the commute is hell. I don't want to drop a disc every time I have to go to work. <laughs> maybe, maybe for your wife, who needs a job down here. I don't, it's up to her. <laughs> Outside Anusa's, Anusa's comforting uh, Kynan being like, look, I know it seemed like he cared way more about the meat pies than about seeing you after centuries, but I'm sure he's got a big reunion planned. Just wait. <laughs> you see Kynan's like, it's kind of how things are down here. It's, it's not abnormal. Don't worry about it. Um, pretty standard practice for a drought. Yeah, everyone cares too much about pies. That's the main thing about no, here. That's not what I meant. No, I meant that family connections, personal connections, they're less. They carry to some of us. They carry a little less weight. And my cousin, he's a bit oh. of a knob. So, yeah. Um, Interesting. Yeah. Mickey comes out with a whole tray of meat pies. Sure. Sure. Yeah, real. You get a chance to, to eat a meat pie. That God, just devours it. Yeah. And what is the weird thing that's breathe. in it? What is the weird ingredient? Um, is it halfling? Uh, 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 no. you, you, are, you don't know, but no, it's not halfling. Okay. It's definitely yeah. Uh, the it 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 um it, the 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 difference between like a surface meat pie and a underdark meat pie would simply be the creatures they're using for the meat. Uh, it's a howler, which is uh. 
it's similar to the it's the big caterpillar that you guys saw tending the um uh, that angry worm with the guy with the yeah with the yeah um can it can it be like a, a DQ blizzard where they put the pie upside down and like show you that it's not falling out? <laughs> yeah. Oh, do you mean they want to so, like, turn it yeah, upside yeah, down? But yeah. like they're completely like closed meat pies, so like nothing is ever yeah. gonna fall it's out. It's just a weird. The like, Ginty flips the pan upside down, they all fall on the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no! no. <laughs> yeah. That's the difference. You use surface meat, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. If you use Normally surface they meat, they fall out. The pan, yeah. 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 Um. <laughs> Um, uh, Frank, you venture off in search of, uh, clothes. Um, uh, what are you doing? You're walking down this. What are you looking for? What, what, you want clothes? Frank's looking for a clothing store. Okay. Looking, he's looking to fit in, shape up, change up. Because there's a lot of tourists around. Like, this is, like, people look different all, like, like there's just tons of different looking people around you. So are I there don't... a lot of, like, humanoids, like, humans, I guess? There's a lot mean? of humanoids. And there are humans around, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Frank's gonna just pop into to what he thinks is the coolest shop. Sure, sure. Um, but what kind of aesthetic would Frank be interested in? Um, he uh, like what was what's cool to Frank? It's gonna be what Frank thinks is cool here. He's going for a like asymmetrical jackety stuff. Okay. okay. His thought is underdark is full of cool people who dress like. Sure, sure. So okay, so then. You want to look like more like the badass side of the Underdark than like the tourist trap yeah. side, right? Okay. What's the fit in? Military coat, kind of. Yeah, military, like, but like, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Like, sort of underground. Oh, oh, a lot of straps, a lot of like. You want to look like yeah. a Final Fantasy character? Oh yeah, it's a good description. Well, because right now Final Frank Fantasy. actually looks more like the tourists that are there, right? The bright colors, this patchy, yes. like, like sort of he, weird. He does not want that. Frank's sure. going grim dark. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, call him Grim Frank. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah. Is that, uh, a, is that a reference to something? Grim? Grimdark is just like an edgy style of like, oh. It's, it's like emo goth yeah. with edge, kind of. Yeah. Just oh, like, oh, my, okay. whole, my whole family died and I, I can't find love anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you nerds who think dark hey, things are cool. You got me, Dad. castle over here emerging. <laughs> yeah. You see a store um, that says like the Gale Wind above it, but Gale spelled G A L E. And that looks cool. I'm uh, going in there. And yeah, there's like um, a lot of like chains hanging in front and like um, sort of black leathery uh, looking strips. <laughs> it's a BDSM. Uh, yeah. 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 You know what? Uh, uh, it's, it's a dungeon, it's just, it's actually. It's a little too much. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit much. Totally, okay, what's next? What's, what's next? Okay. okay. So yeah. It's just like Frank walks in. <laughs> yeah, you can look to the building left. There's a gale force wind and it's it's an even more chainy oh, and dark looking true. store. And then you just see like unwind beside it which is like um uh, uh a little bit less uh there's no like chains hanging in the windows but it's like brown leather straps things like that all right i think yeah. i think i found my place sure so you go to unwind you walk in uh uh you see um looks like a more mature um bald drow um sort of sitting behind a desk he's got the smooth dark skin with very like oval, surprisingly stunning face, like really, really like sharp features, good looking guy. Uh, he doesn't have, he, uh, like he's just, he's just behind a desk and uh, he, he looks up at you and sort of says like, hi there, looking for some wares or outfits. I, can I say, <laughs> I cannot look away from your face. <laughs> you, you have a face. Oh. <laughs> Okay. It, it, good. It's a good face. Thanks. I. Uh, 
you're not the first. This happens sometimes. That's okay. Um, is that sorry? Did that make you uncomfortable? Only a little, but I'm used to it. So <laughs> just take a look around, man. You grab what you need to, and you bring it to the, t- the till here, and we'll we'll uh, we'll ring you up. Um, unless you're looking for something specific. Yeah, from the store tones, a lot of brown is good. We do have some black as well as some white and blue over there. Probably no yellow, though, right? Um, <laughs> like uh, he shows like kind of like his shirt. Like, yeah. Uh, like, do you do you have magic? Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> Pardon me. <laughs> That's like asking someone in this society if they have like air or water. Like it's just a weird element that you've asked is like, like are you would you happen to be like a magic tailor? Could I give you my clothes, combine them with clothes you got here, and do a, like a mishmash thing going on? I just don't have like days or weeks for you to do real tailoring. That's, that's that's why. What does Frank want? Like what is he wants a new outfit that looks like his outfit? But like fitting in with Underdark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is yeah, that's fine, man. Um, Great. Yeah, you see, uh, Frank, roll me a d twenty. Yeah. D twenty. Nothing else beyond that. <laughs> um, eighteen. I got an eighteen. Yeah, this, yeah, this no, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, tell me when you roll. Um, <laughs> Uh, you got an 18? 18. Okay, so the 18, um, Frank, you, yeah, you see, he's like, I don't quite have yellow, but I do have this. And he takes like the white and he sort of like rubs some, rubs some like, uh, material, uh, or not material. Like you see, he like is rubbing like a liquid onto it. It's not a spice. Turmeric? That's not, no, not quite. It's not a physical (laughs) dust. It's a liquid that he's pushing into it. It could be turmeric mixed with water. You don't quite know. Um, and, and he, he sort of dyes this, um, white, like a very pale yellow and creates sort of like a much more um much more sort of like uh out, like he, he what is it that you want to look like frank because an 18 you can you can look how you want. how yeah. about we cut away while i think about sure. it <laughs> absolutely uh, this is wild yeah we cut away frank's like well i wanted something dark and goth so i got a yellow shirt with a skull on it <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Frank looks exactly the same. <laughs> if, if he had rolled in that one, I would have just been yeah. like, yeah, he does a lot of work, charges you like 50 gold, and then it looks identical. Um, He's got a little like, Tommy Hilfiger logo yeah, on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it looks slightly worse than before. Um, you folks uh, finish your meat pies. Mm-hmm. Uh, How did I do, Rael? I mean, Ale? As, yeah, as human, first time eating this, it was fantastic. Well, thanks. I and mouths. Thank you. <laughs> I got you. Anus just ate the crust. He left the meat in a little pile on his plate. <laughs> That's oh, the my. best. Why would you? Rail <laughs> takes the meat and starts picking at it. Yeah. <laughs> he only likes crusts. Yeah. Mother used to Crusty cut off the boy. crusts and throw um, away the middle part of the sandwich. You see, uh, exactly. You see, Harriet. Uh, before you guys leave, Harriet kind of goes to you, McGinty, and she says, "You know, Ernest." Um, if you're worried about things, I could stay here. I could help out here. I could earn us some money. I, I'm i not worried about you being able to take care of yourself. I don't also want to leave you alone right now. I'm a little, um, you know, we just got here. I'd like to kind of settle in, but... No, let's... I think let's stay with, stay okay. with me for now and, you know, 
things could get hairy, so we could use the backup. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Also, like, we haven't spent a lot of time together no, I, lately. I I've barely seen you. Yeah, I was founding a government in a big city. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, let's, this is great. Let's try to enjoy ourselves. Yes, yes. You see that she, like, sort yes. of takes a, a scoop of the meat pie and sort of feeds it to you, oh, and sort of cutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, The exact same exchange is happening between Anus and Kynan right now. <laughs> <laughs> and, so, and, you know, you look, could stick around and try to bond with your brother i mean if you don't want to he's my cousin us. he's my cousin but um <laughs> right right um i meant brother in the sort of familiar <laughs> sense <laughs> like, uh, yeah. we're all brothers you... under mother yeah in fact he's... one thing that we like to say yeah, is that I... we're brothers from another mother yeah, right yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah i know you used to say that all the time <laughs> rail is shooting daggers at a noose right now <laughs> <laughs> um Literally. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, you see Kynan sort of is like, it's all right. Yeah. And he sort of walks in and, and starts talking a little bit more with Tymon and, uh, and uh, seeing what the situation is and stuff like that. And also, you can uh, uh, you can see he's asking him to keep quiet as well about his presence there. He doesn't want people knowing that he's there. And they're talking about that. Well, it looks like simple Tymon met a Pyman today. <laughs> don't laugh don't laugh you caterpillar man <laughs> yeah you see the inner cap shits itself oh, that one was pretty good <laughs> um uh so Here it rolls her eyes we we cut back to this to this uh to the the rewind store where um you know, Ian McSkellen is trying on some things as well, um, and things like that. While uh, while Frank, what what, what you, what's going on? Okay, so I drew this picture, which oh I know people God. can't yeah. see. <laughs> so there's the old Frank outfit, which is the yellow shirt, black pants, not much to it, some patches here and there. Right. right. The new outfit has a, I guess, a darker yellow or yeah, like a yellow. pale yellow, a yellow, yeah. uh, like leather top. Yeah, it's like it's it's like a sort of it, it looks like you've got like sort of a, I don't know what the word is when you have a jacket that that straps on one side. That's yes. honestly almost exactly like McGinty's chef's coat. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, you, you do have a mandarin collar too, right? So yep. you, yeah, you have the short collar. Um, you've got some straps here on the side. Yeah, the, the straps there. The smiling uh, skull is still there. Uh, so the, yeah, so Frank like ripped off the skull, like sewed it. Oh, like a patch, new, sort yeah. of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So cool. Is it kind of like a bit like a leather kimono in a way? Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> it, it, it's sleeveless. Okay. So oh. like he has a, like a black shirt underneath. Oh, okay. Now. You've got some. Yeah. Okay. So it's yeah. You, yeah. I see what you've got. So you on. ripped off the skull from your sh- original shirt. Yes. Yeah, and he stitched it onto Frank this. Frank is not going back. Yeah. Yeah. Nope. No, yeah, exactly. That's a strong uh, character you've got choice. Some three, and you've got some three-quarter length sleeves underneath. Is yeah, that, so, yeah. Okay. Uh, and in, in place of his like multiple sacks of spices, <laughs> yeah. he now has <laughs> like a leather <laughs> pouch that like is strapped to the belt and leg. Sure. That is a <laughs> like know, it, oh oh it's like a holster like a, yeah yeah, yeah it's like, a holster for for spice. Yeah, he's got a spice holster. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Frank has a spice holster. So. Um, yeah, and and uh, this guy uh, finishes getting this together for you. Uh, this is going to cost ten GP if you want this. Absolutely, yeah. Frank. Uh, also leans in. And goes, you also do hair. Um, <laughs> the Frank makeover episode. Uh, <laughs> I mean, he for the purposes of the podcast, he's going to point you in the direction of a barber across the street. Um, uh, he's like, you can go see uh, the guy over there if you want to. 
get a, a hair. Great. Can can we establish a mechanic where you just go into like yes. a change room so, and then okay. select a new haircut? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So okay, Luke, you go talk to the barber. Like what do you character look Character like? creation. Yeah. 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 What does Frank yeah. look like now? Uh, Frank <laughs> is. Oh, do you remember in Mockingjay? Hunger Games. Oh my god. I don't even know if I've seen this. <laughs> Our favorite film. Which one is that? Is that That's the last one. Okay. What was her name? The, the person that... Katniss Everdeen? No, the, the one that, that Nat, Natalie Dormer plays? Oh, I don't know, no, man. Okay, N.A. <laughs> Luke, oh, is no one so obscure? No, How is that obscure? That's like a big box office oh, yeah. movie. Natalie anyway. Dormer? Who is that? <laughs> she was in Game of Thrones. Thank you, okay. So oh. describe, describe... Oh, she has just, like shaved hair on yes. the side, but then really long It's like hair. an undercut? Yes. So, yeah. So it's well, an it makes sense. Under dark, undercut. Yeah, see? So Frank shaved off like the side. Okay, so he had like long, like this big shock of gray And now it's just like... So he's got like a swoosh and an undercut. <laughs> so Frank comes out like looking like like a anime figure. And also, because he still has his beard, he's gonna get rid of. Okay. You, you, <gasps> big beard. Still big, big beard. Yeah. He's going to get rid of the middle. I'm gesturing. So yeah. like you get rid of the goatee area. Get rid of the goatee. So it's Splitting going to be like it? two big chunks of uh, hair that are braided down. Like mutton chops that go off your chin. Mutton chops that go down. Oh, you're kind of going Viking with it. Viking, though, right? Yeah, <laughs> like you're doing like braids here. Yeah. And there's nothing in the center. So <laughs> there's sort right. of weird braided mutton chop sideburns. That's correct. Yeah. Terrifying. You're welcome, fan art. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, so. Wow. <laughs> Frank and um, Ian McSkellen joined the party again. Look, is that fine? Are you oh, done? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So you come back. You guys all see Frank's new look. Um, and, uh, and what, does anybody want to say anything? Uh, can everyone roll a perception check, please? Perception <laughs> Absolutely. check. Absolutely. Let's see it. how well they notice. Yeah, sure, sure. Frank will be sad if they don't notice. That's an eight. Oh. How could we not notice this? 17. Well, <laughs> let's see if we recognize well, I don't think. Right. I mean, they obviously notice him being different. <laughs> oh, okay. But, yeah, thought... but, but Kynan, Kynan, and, um, Kynan and Harry are both rolled a two and a three, so. Yeah, McKinney yeah. got an eight. So they're just like, hey, Frank. <laughs> or, yeah. Uh, Frank's gonna come in, put his hand—not uh, his hand—his foot on one of the chairs and goes, "Hey, fellas, what's happening?" <laughs> so, Frank, what is? It? <laughs> Why did you just make everybody roll perception check? I, th- I just wanted to see me, man. <laughs> Why don't you roll a charisma check instead? Yeah, that way more sense. Instead of what making everybody that? else roll fucking perception checks, which doesn't make any sense, you roll me. A performance I, I love check. it. Performance fourteen. Fourteen. Um, I'm going to say everybody notices that you look different for sure. And, um, and, uh, oh my God. I, yeah, I'll say that, uh, all the NPCs that I'm in control of don't really notice the haircut, but everybody else notices everything. Yeah. <sighs> did you break? Did you just break up with somebody? <laughs> <laughs> Frank flashes back to Bona Lisa making up with this. <laughs> <laughs> Frank, you look amazing. Well, well, thank you, News, for saying that. No one else has said that. Oh, this is the first time. You just got here! (laughs) News, thank you. I like the jacket, says Kyan. Thank you, Kyan. You can wear it sometimes if you want. I don't want to wear the jacket. (laughs) We're different sizes. That makes sense. I mean, yeah, also, you can't wear my clothes. I don't want to. We're not close. Yeah. Frank? Your face. You have a nice face. 
I can't look away, and I'm not sure why. So when you changed your clothes, uh, you, you know, um, if you remember when you were in uh, the Bloody Lake with Obitus, you reached out and grabbed that page. You rolled really well. Um, but when you came back to life, you didn't see it on you. You didn't see it with you when you first came back. Um, you, you start like, um, you know, showing off your new outfit to people and things like that. And you're gonna, and, and you reach your hand into one of the pockets, and you pull, you feel a piece of parchment, and you pull it out, and it's the same one you grabbed from the book. Um, it's a bit confusing to you as to how it got into the jacket, but it's with you now. Um, and you look at it, I assume, you want to read this. So you see on the front page, it says the allspice, the not so layman's key to true resurrection underneath it. And then there's a uh, 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 some writing in, uh, essentially it says like, you know, combine these various ingredients to create the allspice. Then there's like a list of ingredients and the lists of the ingredients all seem to be commonly known spices. Frank, you, you've seen or come across almost all of these in your journey. So you know, and you know kind of where to get all of them. But, um, and, you know, you see cinnamon, you see coriander, you see some of the stuff that you already have and carry with you. But then, you know, you see like a couple of other more unique spices from certain areas of the Lawness um, that you might have to talk to another spice merchant or something like that to get a hold of, but that wouldn't be super hard to get. But when you flip it over on the back, you see three different uh, things listed. And the three ingredients listed, um, that and, and 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 they're uh, they're written in almost what looks like a different uh, a different kind of pen, um, and uh, it says frigas, which is F R I G A S, um, and under frigas you see it says a naturally grown herb known to grow in the black ice caves of the underdark. Ice. <laughs> we just hear Frank say that. <laughs> um, we're all like, nice piece of parchment, Frank. That looks incredible. <laughs> and it brings the outfit together. <laughs> you see, um, it says Okonus, um, which is O-K-K-O-N-U-S. Um, and it, underneath it says bark shavings from the Oko tree, which is O-K-K-O, O-K-K-O uh, at the center of the Feywild. Um, and then... You see um, the third item listed is smoked sura, S-U-R-A. And you see underneath, uh, it simply says the singed flesh of Arus, A-R-U-S. Roll me a history check. If you're showing this to everybody and you're going to ask everybody, I'm going to get everyone to roll me a history check. But Ten. Ten? Um, you've heard the name uh, Arus before, but uh, you're not entirely sure where. Just all staring at him in awe, bated breath, while he's reading his parchment. That's how you hold the room. <laughs> what does it say, Frank? Zulu's looking down at it, and he kind of looks up at a noose and goes, Says I still have a trance. And that's where we'll end our session. Nice line, Luke. Thank you so much for tuning in, folks. If you enjoyed listening to the show, as always, you know, um, it makes it makes a whole bunch of difference to like in the podcast world when you get reviews and you get ratings, especially on Apple Podcasts. So if you are somebody who listens to us on Apple Podcasts, please head down, uh, give us those five stars, leave us a fun review. Uh, I look at them all the time and I'm constantly just like, please 
give us those reviews because it always helps get those numbers up. Um, special shout out to Liam Barry, who's composed some music for us, L-I-A-M-B-E-R-R-Y.ca, if you want to check out more of his work. And you can follow us on social media pages at WWDITB and chat about the show using hashtag WWDITB. Before we sign off, uh, I have a plug that I want to do. I, um, sometimes when I'm not uh, DMing, um, am uh, a bard of myself as I uh, <laughs> uh, as I rap sometimes for fun and I released uh, a rap album that's sort of conceptually about my anxiety and, and things of that nature but if you want to take a listen to that it's a lot of fun uh, you can look at all streaming services my artist name is K-A-Y-R or K-R uh, the album's called This Isn't Me in brackets I promise um, so please check it out if you get a chance or you can just head to K-A-Y-R-Music.com uh, and, and see it on streaming services there um yeah, once again, I've been your DM, Kevin Rambrand, here with Natasha Durand. Real Nilo. Farewell, friends. I've been here with Jesse Bergen. Gold McGinty. So long, travelers. And Luke Cessalon. Uh, Grim Frank now. Grim Frank now and Thomas <laughs> Tolls. Thomas. Grim okay. Frank Dango. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. There it is. Uh, all right, we got a quote from the author of Hunger Games Mockingjay, Suzanne Collins. <laughs> yeah. And it describes exactly how people feel after seeing Luke in his new outfit. They'll either want to kill you, kiss you, or be you. <laughs> we'll see you next time in the basement. The sound of a very hard laughing caterpillar man. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>